0: 1 1 1 1 This Zuckerwag and them
1: Yoy eating it's your Sitaki Benza Two Outlaws on the Lamb taking the back roads through America
2: You
0: can't drink a new coffee for this show And now it's time for Monday Madness with the Moped Outlaws Greg and Mark
3: Good morning, good morning. It's time
4: to... Good start- morning, everyone. <laughs> Don't forget your happy, silly self. Last we saw our happy, silly self, he was busily tied to the bubblegum railroad tracks in front of the LSD train, waiting for its arrival.
3: <laughs> That's a strong opening, my friend. <coughs> all right how's it going
4: not bad pretty good that's good how about you how are you doing i'm doing well yay
3: i am well
4: sounds like a um will smith movie i
3: am well yeah didn't you have an i am something (laughs) well he's done well
4: yeah very much so except for what wild wild west
3: yeah which wasn't doesn't hold up very well no it wasn't as bad as everyone made it out to be, but it was um not like men in black that's for sure
4: well, it could have been so much more believable if the scale of the wooden con- pulley constructed robots was a little bit smaller. The whole like eighty feet tall, like spiders. It's like it was just too much. Like we could have believed a lot of stuff that was pulley pulleys and woods and rope and all that. But at eighty feet tall, it's like no. Sorry. Yeah,
3: that's interesting. Um, thinking of like movies that have been made after television shows. And Adam's family worked really well. And I think they stayed true to the TV show, whereas Wild West and um, Lone Ranger, two big bombs. And they just went into this realm that wasn't ever a part of the TV show. It's like they kind of, yeah grabbed the titles and character and then made their own thing.
4: Yeah. There was a huge missed opportunity with, um, the Lone Ranger because people are so much hipper to what indigenous culture was like and what indigenous experience was like in that period. And they could have created this really incredibly rich relationship between the two characters and they all, they actually kind of tried in that movie. Yeah. Um, I blame Johnny Depp a little bit, right? But mostly it was that they, they had to deliver this blockbuster film called The Lone Ranger. And if they just used a different title and told the same story, people would have gotten, but they would have gotten this whole other experience, which is, here's this guy who is basically left out of the Texas Rangers because of his heart, his, his level of commitment to his, his moral structure. And then he's saved by this shamanistic indigenous person out in the desert. And that, that is such a rich possible story. I would love to see him try again, but this time with more of an indie feel to it. And we don't know maybe till the last act that he's actually the Lone Ranger. It's just the story of this Texan and this indigenous person that meet in these circumstances
3: yeah i just watched uh, outlaw josie wells again this mm. weekend because it's on netflix mm-hmm. and i thought that was a brilliant plot to have the hero be from the south during the civil war but really he was a farmer and then his family's butchered by these northern red boots and there's this great scene With um, where he goes to meet the chief of the Comanches, and they speak very equally. And part of Clint's thing, you know, because the Comanches have come to slaughter this family out at this ranch, and um, out, you know, Josie Wales goes and meets him and says, You know, I'm here for death or life, either one. I'm okay with both. And I know you are, too. We're men of our word. We've seen a lot of shit. We're OK with either one. So whichever one you choose, I'm good with. And, and, and what I loved is McCratchy's chief response, like, I feel the strength of your statement about death. And therefore, I trust your statement about life.
4: You know, that's one of my father's favorite films, and it's been a long time since I've seen it, and I'm inspired to watch it again.
3: That is really good. We're about to get interrupted because someone.
4: Um, can you just turn it off? Hi, Candy. <laughs> Who's that? Who's that? It's Mark. Who? Uncle Mark. Markenstein. Mark. Hi, Mark. You sweetie pie. Nice to see you.
5: Nice to see you, sweetie.
4: Uh, How did you know she, she was coming?
3: I could hear her coming up the stairs. Greg, Got it. Greg, Greg. Um,
4: anyway, one of the main, amazing things about Clint Eastwood's work as a director and an, um, a writer is his willingness to go against... The kind of preconceived notions we have about certain identified ad, identified characters. So he's a southerner who understands, you know, indigenous concepts at a rudimentary level. And then in what's the one where he's he he plays the old, old well? That's all of them. Old curmudgeon. Um, anyway, Father's Grand Marina. Gran Torino, right? So uh, he plays this very unsympathetic character in a certain uh, sort of way, but uh, at the end of the day, we recognize that there's some metal m e t t l e that this character has as it relates to human beings. Like there's these this kind of moral code, right. and um, what I love about that is it supports a thing that is really present for me in my heart, which is this idea that. We identify with people's labels so much that we miss out on so much of the richness that's possible in human relations simply because we can't get beyond our own projections of what we think it means about someone to have this or that kind of label identification with them.
3: Yeah, I agree 110%. In fact, I think it's a thing I even challenge about myself where if I'm angry to um, consider myself an angry person, instead of thinking of it as a flavor. Like that's that that's that moment. That's not the whole picture. And it's even, I just heard in an interview with a gentleman who um, was talking about his experience with uh, Donald Trump when he was president and how this gentleman who was in prison for 30 years for something that either he didn't do or it was a minor thing like marijuana, something, you know. Anyway, because he jumped through the red hoops of the president of the time, and there were some that he had to jump through that he didn't like, but this gentleman was free. He was pardoned. He got a presidential pardon. and was freed. And... Um, and part of what he was saying is like that was bigger than his own personal thing. And like how even this person, President Donald Trump, who he just didn't really agree with at all, but he could work with. And here's this positive thing that like, comes up. It's even kind of like what just happened in Israel with uh, what's his name being hosted. I'm kind of like, wow, that's. Seems like a healthy step in what little I know about the situation there.
4: Uh, Well, yeah. Um, What Greg's referring to is the 59 to 60 vote in the Israeli parliament to no longer have Benjamin Netanyahu as the prime minister.
3: Right.
4: Which is, that's quite the slim margin there.
3: It is slim, but I think it was unheard of in the past. Like, I just did not picture that being plausible. I, yeah. I hope it's a sign of change to the whole thing, but boy, that's a deep, deep hole to come up out of.
4: Well, sometimes change begins with the first step. It begins with a small little you know thing. And with regards to the former president of the United States, Donald J. Trump, Uh, There were so many opportunities for us to grow beyond our presumptions of him. And there were so many opportunities for us to have all of our disdain and dissatisfaction with him sustained. So it was really odd sort of thing, um, because when you look back, he one of the things that was the most important thing to me at the time, the very beginning in 2017 was the stopping of the Trans-Pacific Partnership. And he did that immediately. And I was like, ideologically, I was totally messed up because I could no longer stand in the ground of, I hate this guy. He can't do anything right. Right? It was like, he he just cut right through some really important red tape and said, uh, yeah, we're not doing this. Back. Which was fantastic to me. It was like, and it was very uncomfortable having conversations with people at the time about going, yeah, that was a really brilliant thing he did. Um, and what is it with this, this, like it's the opposite of cancel culture. We like, so everyone has to be so perfect to be worthy of our admiration that if they slip up in just the slightest way, it's cancel culture for them. It's like out, right? And I'm not saying DJT did not deserve what happened in terms of the ridicule and the, and the you know, in some ways, yeah, humanistically, he probably didn't deserve it, but you know, it's instant karma, yada, yada, yada. Um, ooh, it's, is that Yiddish? And is my use of it offensive. I hope so. Oh, shut up,
3: man. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ, if you're going to backtrack every other word.
4: <laughs> you, you were so quick to react, you missed my joke, but I think you finally get it.
3: Um, I think, yeah, I think there's a human propensity to want simple answers and very, you know, defined evil, good, and we forget that there's a human who grew up in an environment and influences and that there's a human being there.
4: Well, and that's what we want. That's the whole idea behind this, this democratic republic thing.
3: I missed your joke. That was a joke, the yada, yada, yada.
4: Yeah, you can listen mm-hmm. to it on playback.
3: And second, second guessing yourself—you did it so well. I thought you were serious.
4: <laughs> I'm, my form of humor is very subtle.
3: Is that how you pronounce that word? Subtle. Is that, I thought the B was silent.
4: Well, subtle. That's just another example of how subtle my humor is.
3: <laughs> sure is. <laughs>
4: It's almost imperceptible.
3: Which then makes you question, is it funny?
4: (laughs) Hey, there's no question in my mind.
3: (laughs) Good. That's as it should be.
4: That's why I don't write comedy for a living.
3: Nah, (laughs) maybe you should.
4: Yeah, maybe I should. Do you know that yesterday you were watching um, the Friends reunion on HBO Max?
3: You know, I wondered who it was. <laughs> it was so funny. I thought it was Robin. Because <laughs> I, twice I logged in, I was like, I started watching more of Warrior. And I um, was like, oh, wait, Friends? I didn't want, did I? No, I didn't. <laughs> and then I was like, going back, and, there, and then it was still there in front. So I knew someone was watching it right now.
4: It's still open in my desktop. I think
3: that's so funny. So you liked it, huh?
4: Oh God, I'm a, I, I like. I was telling my girlfriend Kathy, like I didn't watch it every week or whatever, or, um, and but I watched it more than Seinfeld. And you know what I know well, now is Seinfeld good. is much funnier than they are, <laughs> but. Um, I couldn't help, but be super curious about what, what the, you know, that show was like, and I've only gotten through, I think the first 25 minutes of it, and there've been some neat things in it already. And I love the warmth with which they greeted each other. And, you know, the, the best thing, the surprise thing was the way that the, um, principal producers and writers are being interviewed, um, at various times about what they went through to make the show. Hmm. And that kind of insight really fascinates me because, uh, you know, I love production and I love understanding how the chemistry of certain things got together. Yeah. What I'm wondering is if, you know, if it was, uh, on Bravo, Andy Cohen would be asking them about what, you know, how long they were in rehab. And I sort of figure all of those questions are off the table in this HBO special. It's all a, it's all like a a happy fest, but I'm curious. I'm a little bit more curious about, you know, the trials and tribulations of, you know, being a multimillionaire, um, social icons is not an easy thing. We like to think it's easy. We like to say, well, he's pretty and, or she's pretty and she's got money. And so life is perfect for them. And, you know,
3: I don't know. I think I'd like to give it a shot, find out how difficult it really is.
4: You're going to get your shot.
3: Okay. That's mighty kind of you.
4: Well, it's not up to me, but I just know that it's coming.
3: So is. Peace in the Middle East. <laughs> yeah, it's peaceful I may there not right now. I'll just never be alive for it. <laughs> I'll be like Vincent Van Gogh. God, just think, Greg was practically homeless all his life, and now this content is worth millions.
4: <laughs> well, the um, Course in Miracles thing today was "I am peace."
5: All
4: right. right. So ultimately, peace is.
3: Yeah.
4: So, I have faith that for sometime within the next 24 hours there will be a moment where there's peace in the Middle East. It might not last very long. <laughs> Everyone might be in bed. However it works, it's fine with me. We just want to stretch those little occurrences into larger and larger ones.
3: Yeah. <clears throat> One of the things from Course
4: that I really like is the statement,
3: um, if I was to not be afraid of love at all, the world would transform in this moment, which to me points that there's still work for me to do. Because I guess as soon as that I have no fear of love, world is transformed
4: i haven't gotten to that part yet but i don't feel any um charge around it it feels like it just goes right in and lands perfectly for me Good. maybe it's because I, I view love like pasta
3: edible with a nice sauce <laughs> oh that's kind of gross <laughs> Do you swallow or spit?
4: <laughs> when it comes to pasta, I swallow.
3: <laughs> you hold your breath?
4: I must, because otherwise I'd go down into my th- my lungs. And pasta, spaghetti in the lungs does not sound fun.
3: Sounds like a analogy of pubic hair.
4: The other day, I found this very short hair on the tip of my tongue, and I was like, wait a minute
3: in my sleep is something going on (laughs) and
4: then i realized oh i have a mustache Uh, i really need to moisturize my mustache more uh, if hairs are falling out
3: that's what you can tell kathy kathy i'm just doing this for health benefits okay let's not get caught up in a lot of chaos all right (laughs) if there's something that feels good to you great but this is really for health okay
4: okay It is. It's really important for your full endocrine system.
3: That's what I hear. (laughs) I wouldn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Why, you don't have an endocrine system? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't have an endocrine system.
4: It's kind of the end of my crin system. Oh, God. I
3: I refer to myself as an endocrine, okay? That's how I want you to refer to me. Endocrine. I'm not a he or a she or an us or a they. I'm an endocrine.
4: And every year on December 23rd, we're going to celebrate endocrine
3: <laughs> That reminds me. Did you ever, um, oh, dang it. There's something in the coconuts. And he was a nightclub act, really popular in LA. And one of his big hits was endocrine not endocrine and en- endicott, and endicott, it's really good and no like,
4: I, I have no recollection of this oh
3: my god something like kid creole and the coconuts wow yeah and check out endicott it's super cool super danceable vibe and uh endicott
4: i be pulling this up now for our audience
3: yeah maybe we should all right let's
4: because
5: see if I can
3: endicott's like this perfect dude Who's, you know, does everything right. And the sinner's like, I'll never be like Endicott. All
4: right, here we go. We're gonna find Kid it here.
3: Creole and the Coconuts. Oh, Kid. look at that. Kid
4: by Creole.
3: Creole and the Coconuts Endicott.
4: There it is. Oh no, wait.
3: How come I don't see it? Oh. I see a course you're taking. Aha, uh-huh. you're taking a course on aha. Uh-huh. Do, do, um, do you have to sing that song? There it is.
4: Endicott. All right, ladies and gentlemen.
3: Endicott. <laughs>
2: So in the god put her on a pedestal and the god's wishes her command but in the god don't make no demands, and the god's always back in time, and god's not the cheating kind, and the god's full of compliments, and the god's such a gentleman. Why can't
5: you be like
2: in Cause I'm free Free of any major to order liabilities God, I'm free. Cause it's hard enough for me to take care of me. Oh. and the God's carrying a heavy load. the God never really ever moans. endicott's the God's not a wealthy guy, but endicott the pays the bills on time. endicott the has got ideas and plans. endicott's the God's what you call a real man. And the gods always will provide. endicott God is the family time. Why can't you? Then a pirate on a friggin' out Don't use nicotine. And I don't drink alcohol. And the got use no drug at all. And I don't eat any sweet. And I got don't eat biggie beats. And the got brainless, mighty strong. And the got making up hard and long. Bye. Be the soul in the God walks up to the stone in the God likes to hold her hand in the God's proud to be a man in the God stands for decency in the God means formality in the God's the in the God stands for quality in the God in the God in the God in the God and the cat, and the cat, and the cat, and the cat. I'll never be, I'll never be like any cat, set to my. I'll never be, I'll never be like any cat, no the cat in me.
4: That's a visual feast for everyone out there. Go look it up.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's,
4: <laughs> it's like a living cartoon. And I love the character he's describing, this perfect husband type that, you know, all of these things. And, and for those of you who couldn't see the video, of course, there's all these women looking over the fence in his suburban home, swooning at his perfection. But this brings to mind a, a book called No More Mr. Nice Guy. <laughs> and in it, it really talks about how when we try to be perfect, when we try to be all of the things that we think we're, are expected of us, we become so void of any depth and personality of ourselves that the person we're in relationship with feels like they're in relationship with a mirror. Hmm. And unless you're with a narcissist, that's not going to work very well. And if you are with a narcissist, it's not going to work very well. So it's it's interesting because it's a lovely thing to aspire to. All of those things that he said in the video about how you know he, he worships her, he cares for her, he cooks, he cleans, he does his work, he come—all those things are actually really great things. But if they come at the expense of your root level character, your who you are, and in the song the, the singer says, "Because I'm free." Nah. Which implies that Endicott isn't free. Right. But I don't agree with that. I think that the possibility is that you can be freely Endicott and not necessarily have to give up all of those qualities of independence and self-direction and volition. Um, and uh, well, he did say Endicott showers every day, which I don't think we need to give that up. <laughs>
3: yeah it's a fun song. a
4: little repetitive.
3: well, if you're in a dance club, kind of want out yeah. yeah
4: yeah if I had to listen to um Marilyn Manson or him, I would choose him. <laughs> for those of you who don't understand that reference go back uh one episode and listen to the last episode
3: or we can play you a (laughs) song
4: well i could do that yeah what song should we play
3: well uh speed of pain see if that's on there all right see if they have the someone has the boot from san francisco cow palace speed of pain
4: speed of pain pain, the manson Mer I probably didn't spell that right, okay, I see it here.
3: I'll do the try the live Here's live at
4: Hammerston Ballroom
3: yeah, night try this one, so one? yeah, let's see if the sound quality's good.
4: uh, it looks like an iPhone. it's gonna suck. What are we going for with the live that's not available in the recorded?
3: It's got more um emotion in it
4: okay. All right, here we go. Um, this one.
3: Yeah. Ah! of the regular recordings because this is hard to make out.
4: Wow, I feel so optimistic.
3: (laughs) It goes with the black candles you have in the background.
4: They're green, but (laughs) it's hard to tell at this distance with this poor lighting.
3: (laughs) Is that the first Marilyn Manson song you've listened all the way through?
4: And the last.
3: Not if I can help it.
4: <laughs> I've been reading about how to be funny, and I knew that was the funny thing to say. I was actually impressed with the way he took a lot of Neil Young's previous uh, attempts at sonic things and, and incorporated them into his dark morass. Yeah, you
3: know, it's...
4: acoustic guitar and vocoder. No one's done that before. <laughs> no, really, I shouldn't cap on Marilyn Manson. You know. Um, <laughs> he's really carved out a really important spot for himself he actually kind of recreated and reinvented a genre that like what it feels like to me and i'm not really a fan but you know alice cooper had a kind of flavor similar to this Mm -hmm. and marilyn manson like was the next generation of that flavor to me in terms of the evolution of it and you know I consider myself um, enough, I like to think of myself as open-minded enough about art to see the value of something like that, where there's an iteration of it, even though it's not something I would probably put on and listen to myself, um, and try to respect the creativity of it. And, um, there's a lot of pain in there, a lot of pain. Oh, And that's the song, of course, um, is, does he have any happy songs?
3: Not that I'm aware of.
4: Well, you'd think after he was acquitted of, uh, you know, felony sexual conduct. Was he, he might acquitted?
3: Have... I didn't realize that. Wait.
4: A federal court jury found in Manson's favor in a civil suit presented by Oakland County, Michigan. Manson was charged with sexual misconduct against another security officer during a concert in Clarkston, Michigan on July. Oh, 15.
3: that's OK. So there's a. Past lover who's brought legal actions against him. It's, I and, believe,
4: and the one sort of thing that's a concern is Billboard magazine has a timeline of abuse allegations, which means there's more than one. The, Any time there's a timeline of abuse allegations, it's a kind of a bad thing. But well, you know, oddly, on if someone were to look through my entire past they definitely wouldn't find a timeline of uh, past abuses. But that's not to say they wouldn't find something that I wouldn't want to have to answer to in the public sphere.
3: Right. And, you know, sexual chaos is prevalent in, I guess, in artistry, even. You know, Picasso wasn't known to be a gent.
4: Well, and if we look back at what you and I consider to be a really potent and valuable part of musical history, the late 60s and early 70s, there was a lot of naked hippies, which would be considered, you know, bad news. Like, you can't run around naked in modern American society. It's not acceptable. As much as we'd like to imagine that people don't fear the human form and that, you know, but the truth is. There are a lot more crime dramas showing death and murder than there are uh, dramas about people finding out that someone has two or three breasts. Like it's just not, it's not how our society seems to work right now. One or none. That's
3: the case of (laughs) TIG.
4: Oh, that's right. Well, yeah. She's a brilliant comic, by the way. Oh, my God. They are a brilliant comic. She. I'm not sure how they identify.
3: She identifies as a she.
4: I hear the emphasis in your
3: voice. (laughs) That's me. Yeah, she is brilliant. God, she's so good. I aspire to bring that kind of joy and frivolity. With such
4: skill you're smart enough
3: yeah well brains only take you so far that'll get you in the is... white house but once you're there <laughs> <laughs> a big white house on the hill <laughs> uncle tom's white house <laughs> oh.
4: Wow. (laughs) Aren't they all?
3: Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, man. I saw this meme yesterday that said Burger King and I forget the other entity having a war about who's got the best Chick Fil A when they're both owned by the same company is a perfect analogy of our politics.
4: Yes, absolutely.
3: So sad. So sad.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Blockchain to the rescue.
3: Blockchain. Yeah. What's that? Another Bitcoin thing.
4: Well, yeah, it's the underlying technology that makes Bitcoin work.
3: Blockchain to the rest. The blockchain mentality. We are one. We are free. (laughs) Everyone's going to be free, but they got to agree to be free. They got to agree to be less free than me because I rule the world, you see.
4: And if you don't get a vaccine, you can't be free.
3: If you don't get a vaccine... We will hunt you down and vaccinate you twice in one hour.
4: Yeah. There were two things that happened to me without my consent.
3: Birth and death. <laughs> no.
4: no, I think I participated in birth. I'm not so sure about death yet. We'll see when I get there. Now I was talking about vaccination and circumcision.
3: Really? You got vaccinated without your consent?
4: When I was a little baby. Oh, you mean like the? So baby. did you probably.
3: Yeah, sure did. Right? Yeah.
4: Got the scar to prove it. Yeah. I don't know if you can still see mine. Now
3: I'm just old, so I just look like a scar. Yeah, I, I just know. can't see it. There it is. Right there. For those of you listening, we are showing the visual scarration of our immunization. Our left
4: and right shoulder muscles. Oh, well, Whereas children, money. we were injected with a multitude of vaccinations to protect ourselves and society for the betterment Mine all of all.
3: The left. Mine was the all... left? Yeah.
4: Okay. Now, what did my circumcision have anything to do with helping society? I wanted
3: to leave a tip. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, I doctor.
4: Have, I should have known that was coming. <laughs> We're definitely going to have to put the adult warning on this one.
3: Uh, We are that it's explicit. Like we actually are live now, technically. Because I needed it live to do some things with blueberry for podcasting.
4: But we haven't announced yet. Yeah, we're not. It's a soft, very soft Soft opening.
3: (laughs) Soft and wet. (laughs)
4: Well, we'd hope if we've prepped properly.
3: Amen <sighs> to that. Yeah. <sighs> Upper prep gets the pussy wet. Wait a minute. Now we are explicit. You can't say pussy. You can't say wet pussy. Wap. <laughs> yeah, should we play that song? Today seems to be a song. <laughs>
4: Let me see if I got it.
3: <laughs> let's end with this when this ends we'll call it a day okay we're gonna get there it is oh it's so good
6: Hoes in this house, there's some hoes in this house, there's some hoes in this house I said, I certified free. House. Seven days, days a week, house. there's some hoes. Make that pull pillow out get weak. There's Yeah, 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 yeah you fucking there's with some wet ass pussy. There's Put in a bucket in a house. mouth. Put with ass pussy give me everything you got Put this ass pussy beat it up nigga catch a charge extra large and extra hard put this pussy right in your face swipe your nose like a credit card hop on top i wanna ride i do a giggle, one inside spit in my mouth Look at my eyes, this pussy is wet, come take a dive Tie me up like I'm surprised, that's role play I wear disguise, I want you to park that big Mac truck Right in this little garage Make it scream, make me scream I don't public, make a scene I don't cook, I don't clean But let Aye. me tell you, I got Aye. this ring Gobble me,
1: swallow me, drip down inside of me Jump out for you, let it get inside of me I tell them where to put it, never tell them where I'm about to be I run down on them before I have a nigga running me Talk your shit, bite your lip Ask for a car while you ride that dick While you really ride, you ain't me. never got a fucking for a thing. He he already made his mind up before he came. Now Aye. get your boo your coat for this wet-ass pussy. He bought a phone just for pictures of this wet-ass pussy. Pay my tuition just to kiss me on this wet-ass pussy. Now make it rain if you wanna see some wet-ass yeah. pussy.
6: Look, I need a hard hit, I need a deep stroke. I need a handy drink, I need a weed smoke. Not a garden snake, I need a King cobra with a hook in it. Hopefully lean over. He got some money, then that's where I'm headed. Pussy ain't one, just like his credit. He got a beard when well, I'm tryna wet it. I let him taste now he diabetic. I don't wanna spit, I wanna go. I wanna I want a gag, I want to joke, I want you to touch that little dangly thing that's swinging the back of my throat My head is fire, need fire, Bunani He is going in dry and it's coming outside Yeah, I run yeah. That thana, on that of the behind me. I spit on his mic and I heat trying to sign me Yana, I'm a freak bitch, handcuffs, leashes, switch my wig, make him feel like he
1: cheating Put him on his knees, give him something to believe in, never lost a fight, but I'm looking for a beat yeah. In the food chain, I'm the one that eats you, if he ate my ass, he's a bottom feeder Big D stand for big demeanor, I can make you bust before I ever meet you If it don't hang, then he can't bang, you can't hurt my feelings, but I like that if he fucks me and ask who's is when I ride the dick, I'ma spell my name.
6: Yeah, you fucking with some wet ass pussy. Bring a bucket and a mop with this wet ass pussy. Give me everything you got with this wet ass pussy. Now from the top, make it drop. That's some wet ass pussy. Now get a bucket and a mop. That's some wet ass pussy. I'm talking wop, wop, wop. That's some wet ass pussy. Macaroni in a pot. That's some wet ass pussy. Huh? There's some hoes in this house, 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 there's
5: some hoes in this
3: house, there's some hoes in this house, there's some hoes in this in this house, uh, well, this this episode's gonna get claimed for rights for sure
4: (laughs) does that happen i think so wow that's all right (laughs) what will that mean it'll mean no one can watch it or listen to it
3: yeah we'll probably have to pull it yeah
4: well since no one's going to hear this anyway
5: recording stopped